Today we're pleased to be speaking with the director of Zoe's Place, Selena Stewart. Also joining us is mentor in the New Mums program, Chantelle Newman, and a very special guest, mentee and new mum Carly with baby Evie. Zoe's Place is for women, men and families who have experienced an unplanned pregnancy, the opportunity to pause, reflect and be guided by unbiased help to decide their next steps. If you've been in this situation or know someone who has, you'll understand the value of having someone to speak to without ulterior motives. And of course, to help unpack this conversation, we welcome the host of Community Conversations Hey, it's great to be with you again, listeners. It's going to be a wonderful uh, opportunity to learn so much about what's happening at Zoe's Place. I think the first question we all need to find out from you, Selena, is what is Zoe's Place? Zoe's Place is an organisation. It serves women, men and families who are facing an unplanned pregnancy. Tell me, Selena, how does Zoe's Place support people facing an unexpected pregnancy? Often a person whether it's a woman or a couple or a family, face an un, um, unexpected pregnancy, it's often a very lonely journey. Often they don't tell anybody, even their closest family members, because they're not sure which way they're going to go in their options. So to have a place like Zoe's Place to come to where you can voice your greatest concerns and fears is really a valid, um, a valid space. And so we help a person or a couple to um, navigate the unknown by educating them and through support. So we talk about three options, pregnancy, abortion and adoption. And we give information on all of those options. It's a question, I'm going to ask a question that's close to my heart, uh, obviously being a male, but how does Zoe's Place offer support to men perhaps? We've had a range of situations where men have accessed our support. Um, For instance, we've had couples that have come in that um, are conflicted in their decision-making, in the decision-making process. So a woman may want one option and her partner or husband may want a different option. And so to provide a service where both get to voice their um, opinions and to be an advocate for both of them that's a tricky space to hold, but great counsellors um, can facilitate healthy conversation. We also have had men that have come um, who have been concerned about paternity issues, and so we've helped them navigate through that difficult process. And also just having men come and ask questions about all of those options are good so that we can have a balanced view with um, different partners. Look, um, I actually recall a time in my own life, Selena, around 30 years ago, I was in my 20s and I accompanied my my girlfriend at the time to an abortion clinic in Sydney uh, where she discovered that she was pregnant and I was actually pretty scared. I come from a a cultural background, um, a a European background where it would be frowned upon to um, to have a girlfriend that was pregnant and uh, I wasn't married. Um, So it was a pretty difficult time in my life uh, what kind of support would you maybe have given to the 23-year-old 20, version of myself? Because back at the time, there was very little support for men. I wasn't telling my family anything. Mm. Um, who, could I, who could I turn to? So if there's a 23-year-old version of myself listening mm. to this podcast, what would you say to that? I think to empower somebody is to give them the ability to enact what they really want to do. And I think part of empowering somebody is to educate them in 
all their options. You know, when we make major decisions in life, whether it's buying a house or having medical treatment, we go to an expert in the field. And so I just think coming to a person that um, can give you relevant information that is non-directive, meaning they're listening to your story and your needs, so it's client-centred. What that also means is that we're listening for your own value system and how we can empower you to make autonomous decisions that align with your values and ethics. You sound like a very passionate person, Selena. You enjoy the work that you do. But can you tell our listeners what drew you to work in this particular area? What drew you most to work in this area? I think one of the things I'm passionate about is creating safe places for people to, number one, be themselves, their authentic self to actually say what they really feel and what they're thinking, even if that's frightening for them to verbalise. The other thing that I'm passionate about is being an educator myself is empowering people with information so that they can make a decision that they're happy with, that they can live with, for their, and to benefit their future well-being and health. Okay, we're now going to talk to both Chantelle and Carly in regards to their um, experience here around Zoe's place. And Chantelle, you're a mentor, is that correct? Yes. Okay. I'd like to find out from you, a woman just finds out that she's pregnant and decides to parent on their own. What are her greatest needs and her greatest fears? I guess the greatest fears um, are often around finances, um, whether she'll be able to afford it, whether she has people in her life that will support her especially if she feels like she's doing it on her own that's obviously really hard I know it's hard enough to parent you know and I have a husband and we've got four children but that at times is you know really hard so um, I can only imagine doing it as a single mum having said that their greatest needs um, would be having someone walking alongside them supporting them feeling like someone has their back yes someone that they can you know talk to um, outside of the family with, and what, you know, doesn't have that judgment or anything like that. So what drew you to, uh, to this particular role? Is yours a paid role, Chantelle? No, it's, it's voluntary. Okay. How long have you been involved in Zoe's Place? I've been doing the mentoring for two years. And uh, what drew you to the, the mentoring role? I guess since having my children and having the support around me and everything, I realised there was a great need. With, there are a lot of women doing it on their own um, as single mums and... I, you know, am, I really want to empower women and I love people and, rela- you know, I'm quite relational. And so it's just so rewarding to be able to walk alongside a woman and talk through all the fears and everything during the pregnancy and support her in that way. And then, you know, after she has the baby, seeing her with the baby. And Carly is a perfect example of that. You know, mm. she's, you know, such a wonderful mum. She's already got two boys that she was... Um, mothering on her own most of the time and now she's got a beautiful little baby Evie so that she's just a wonderful mum so as soon as they have the baby a lot of those fears and worries go out the door. Thank you very much Chantelle for sharing. Tell me how do you get matched up with someone like Carly and welcome Carly as well we'll be speaking to you in a few moments. (laughs) How does the role of the mentor E i.e Carly Mm -hmm. and yourself Chantelle get matched up with uh, with the organisation? Can you maybe explain that process to us? Yeah well when the mentee comes in well before they've even decided to that they want a mentor in some of their counseling appointments and then catch ups with selena that's one that she will ask um, if they choose to go through the with the pregnancy would they like a mentor 
and she asks them what type, like would you like someone around your age that has the experience or maybe someone, some people don't have a mother in their life so they might like an older mother or grandmother sort of figure. And then Selena thinks about the different mentors that she has and who might be the best match. I'm going to throw a question to you, Carly. Can you tell me how you found out about Zoe's place? Um, so I was uh, took home pregnancy tests um, and then I went to the doctor um, to get it confirmed. I was very scared and worried. Um, and the doctor obviously knew that and then um, she referred me to Zoe's place. And how did, how, explain the process. How did that actually happen? Um, well, she, it was um, the day after Boxing Day. Um, she was not my regular doctor, so it's just all lucky that it all happened that way. Um, and I was just very worried. She just referred me on to Zoe's place, and then I rang them um, and told them a bit about what happened. And I had a meeting over at Belmont with Stacey and another mum who's kind of been through the same thing. And Could you just um, share with us, how did Zoe's place and Chantel help to, e- help to ease or support you through some of the fears and, and challenges that you are now facing um, through this unplanned pregnancy? The lady that I met when I first had my uh, appointment at Zoe's place, she was very knowledgeable and like I had a lot of questions and that there were just hurdles that I would have to jump when when it came to it um it was really good having Chantel for support I would catch up for coffee and yeah there was just no judgment and I just felt really comfortable around Chantel and Chantel I would like to know the process of becoming a volunteer I'm really interested in that two years ago you sorry you've been a volunteer for two years what was I mean you didn't just walk in off the street say here I am I want to be a volunteer Give us the nitty-gritty process of becoming a volunteer. Well, I went onto their website and there was a link to contact them. So I sent through an email saying I'd be interested. There was a, lot, oh, I, there was a meeting <laughs> with the director at the time. Uh, she m- must have liked me, I guess. I got the tick of approval. I don't really know how that part works. You'd probably have to ask Selena <laughs> if they actually turn uh, volunteers away. or. <laughs> um, and then obviously they do a working with children check, police check, all of those sort of things. I answered a few questions. There was a form. I can't really remember the specifics of the questions at the moment. Sent all of the all of that through, um, and then got a phone call. And uh, Zoe's place organised training. What was the training like? What was that about? Just what the expectations are. Obviously, what the what Zoe's place is all about. Um, the different, as Selena shared at the start of the podcast, just the different options, the different um, you know options we give to women and and families that come in and what the role of a mentor would be. Just by listening to you, um, you're also quite passionate about what you do. Can you tell me uh, how many hours a week would you work as a volunteer and what do you enjoy the most about what you do? It changes depending on the need, I guess, at the time, how many mentees there are. So at the moment, I've just got Carly. So, And I sort of leave it up to the mentee how often they want to touch base, catch up. I don't want to be, you know, always in their face. I'm, they just know that I'm always there if they if they need me. Um, always willing to um, have a phone call or coffee date. Um, what I enjoy most about being a mentor is um, when you first meet the 
um, mentee and they share all their concerns and their worries and their fears and you know the difficulties with the pregnancy at times and then you journey through that with them and then you see them with their baby and just so much you know look at Carly now you know <laughs> great mum happy baby and it's just really rewarding so I just love being able to walk alongside them and be that support to them and see them come out the other side really happy everyone everyone seems pretty happy <laughs> I'm just going to refer back to Selena for a moment one of the questions uh, that I that I asked uh, Carly was how she found out about Zoe's place and Carly said that it might have been a bit lucky that this particular doctor on a day had referred her to Zoe's place. But for our listening audience, how do people, how do professional clinicians, other uh, people in, in the world with unplanned pregnancies going to be involved in, how do they refer to you? How do they find out about, about your services? They can refer through our website. We have a contact page. They can phone or email. Doctors can uh, phone through any details that they need. Usually we find that doctors um, usually tell their clients about our service and the clients will, will phone us for an appointment and those appointments are free. I guess one of the things with that's quite unique about our service um, and helping women with unplanned pregnancy is that we're part of, we operate out of Attune Health Centre. Um, so Attune is all about integrative health services and so I guess that's a great thing for Zoe's Place in that health services and support services that um, deal with the medical field link in through Attune and can also link in through Zoe's Place. I um, did some research. I was looking at your website, which is pretty good, actually. It's a place to pause, isn't it? It says something about place to pause and reflect. Yeah, that's our tagline, and I think it's an important one. It just, I guess, it encapsulates that whole message of why we exist, that we are a safe place for a woman to pause and, and just to consider all her options. One of the um, tabs that I that I noticed uh, talks about those who have had a termination of their pregnancy yep. and post-abortion um, trauma counselling. What would you what would you say to those people that might be out there listening and not really maybe having feelings of guilt or what have you um, regarding the service that you're actually offering? I think it's important for the listeners to know that they can enter into a space like Zoe's Place and not be judged. And so for somebody who has had an abortion, for instance, we've, our counsellors have spoken to many clients who have had abortions, and some are okay with the decision that they've made, whereas others have struggled with the decision, whether it's because they've been coerced into having an abortion or they've made that decision under pressure. So we've had clients who have just used our service to debrief and um, to work through their decision and they felt it's been helpful to just have an objective person to listen to them and to offer support in however they need that. There are some women that have um, been unhappy with the decision that they've made, whether it's been recently or years ago. So we've had somebody who've, who has come to us who had a, an abortion 35 years ago and has found it's helped to have somebody to talk through that. Um, because they haven't shared it with anybody before. So I think being able to just cater to all different stories is really important. So that's why we have found that offering a post-abortion support group, that's a new initiative. I think that would be helpful for women who feel very alone in 
their decisions that they've made, that they can um, actually come and sit with other women who have experienced something similar. It is a very sensitive issue. And so this, uh, the post-abortion support group is an, is an excellent uh, opportunity. How often does it meet? This is, we're running a pilot program. We're taking uh, six women through um, the program and that will run for around six weeks. And that's with uh, one of our volunteer counsellors, trained counsellors. Her name is Kay Marks and Kay has had um, training in a grief and loss program also, which I think will be very helpful for women who are experiencing grief or loss due to abortion. Not all women experience that, but you know, you need to provide what a woman needs. So Zoe's Place helps to support men also, because they also have fears and anxieties around parenthood. And so to provide a place, a safe place where they can talk about any issues that come up for them, any concerns. So we offer free counselling for men as well. Just even, even being able to talk about it can often be the, um, the valve that unleashes the pressure that people feel. You know, there's pressure often to make a decision, a quick decision. And so to have a space where you can actually feel like, oh, time slows down and we've got time to actually take, to gain information, to gain support around a tough decision for some people. We get lots of questions coming in from online or phoning in um, about, oh, I've just discovered I'm pregnant or I've missed my period, what do I do now? And so Zoe's Place offers um, free pregnancy testing. So a person can come in, a woman can come in and get um, a free pregnancy test and we can talk about the results on that. So then um, the next step is to then talk about, okay, well, what are your options? Some women come in and they're, they already know that they're eight weeks pregnant. And so your options change the further along your pregnancy goes. So it's really important to understand what your options are. I guess that tagline, a place to pause, it's like a place where um, time stands still. Because often a person comes in pressured by time. Oh, I, I, I need to make a decision and I need to make it quickly. So by just slowing down the process really just helps to come to a, a well-informed decision. I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Selena, about taking time, making the decision slow and going through a process, um, a wise, a wise uh, solution for, um, for what's obviously a very complex mm. time in a person's life. I wanted to just ask you, Chantel, what would you tell, just like, what would you tell those women out there that might want to get involved but are not really sure what to do. I have had this exact conversation with somebody. She came to one of the meetings that we held, just an information meeting that we hold a couple of times a year to just give people information if they are considering becoming involved in Zoe's Place in any way. Um, and a, a few of these people there were concerned, you know, we don't have a background, we don't have a qualification, um, will we be able to do it? What about the time? Like how, how much time do you have to dedicate to it? What you know, will I be all right? All those sort of things. Um, and what I said to them was, you don't need any qualifications. It's all about being a friend, being able to support someone, walk alongside them. And I think that most people, if you genuinely have a heart to help people and empower people, um, anyone can do that. So I would definitely say, pick up the phone, give Selena a call, or if you're more comfortable, send through an email inquiry through the website. That's who we are, community conversations. People have a heart to help other people. You've virtually quoted our mission statement. Well done to you, Chantel. Top of the class to you. Um, 
there's no such thing as a free lunch, let's face it. I mean, nothing is free. Selena keeps going about it's free counselling and that, but look, I don't know about that. Nothing is free. How do we get a free service when we're actually, when qualified people are investing their time um, to providing excellent support, as Carly mentioned this evening? So Selena, tell us, how does this free service actually operate? So Zoe's Place operates on, on donations and grants. We have two paid employees, myself and our client coordinator, Madeline Cowley. Madeline's a counsellor. She has had great experience in schools and in Lifeline. And so she runs a team of volunteer counsellors who donate their time and their talent and their expertise because they, um, they want to see women flourish. And sometimes when we, when we hear something's for free, we question the value of it. But I think it's really the opposite here in this case is that we have community members who so believe in the vision and the mission of Zoe's Place that they're actually willing to give up their time to sow into this organisation. And that says to me that they just want to back something that brings value to the community. And there is great value in this service. And I would like to thank our special guests, Selena, Chantel and Carly. For those tuning in, Community Conversations is a podcast for those who have a heart for helping others. If you've been impacted by what has been shared, especially anyone facing an unplanned pregnancy, please make contact with Zoe's Place on 1300 793 595. Or you can reach Lifeline on 13114. Also, you can find out what else is happening in our community through our various channels. And remember, be kind to each other. I would like to thank our executive producer and sound technician, Michael Smith. And I am Pietro Di Girolamo. Tune into our next podcast and have a great day.